Welcome to Nashville Restaurant Radio, the tastiest hour of talk in Music City. Now here's your host, Brandon Still. Hello, Music City. Welcome to Nashville Restaurant Radio. My name is Brandon Still, and I am your host. Today we are talking with Marshall Scarborough and BJ Lofback from Bojangles. And I know what you're thinking, Bo, Bo, Bojangles, like the fast food place that does chicken? Yes, that Bojangles. BJ Lofback used to be the president of the Nashville Food Truck Association. He's also the owner of Pinchy's Lobster Company. And Bojangles tapped him to help them come out to, in Nashville, serve these brand new fried chicken sandwiches because Nashville's known for fried chicken. Today we are talking to the chief culinary director. So this is the chef for Bojangles, and we're going to learn a little bit more about what a chef for Bojangles does. It's a lot of fun. And just to let you guys know, Saturday at Centennial Park, uh, they are going to be serving 200 sandwiches for free, uh, starting at, I think, 1230. Go to Bojangles.com and check it out. Uh, But the first 10 people there will get a $100 Bojangles gift card. And then the next 200 people get free sandwiches out of their food truck in Centennial Park. And towards the end of the episode, I joke around and I'm trying to get them to talk smack about their competition. Uh, and uh, it, we, we have a lot of fun. Um, so I hope that you enjoy this episode. Brandon's book club is rapidly approaching. August the 29th, we are going to be doing Anthony Bourdain's Kitchen Confidential. And I've been watching Parts Unknown just to kind of catch up. And you know, I watched the movie Roadrunner. And I just love this guy. And I really think that he's kind of this microcosm for what the industry is. Because we go through so much crap every day and we have to change. And I think that we're like specially suited because you have no idea at each table what's going to happen. And you have to pivot on a dime. So when bad stuff like happens in real life, we just, we're so grateful. I think there's a gracious group of people in the restaurant industry. And I think that watching Parts Unknown in Anthony Bourdain, just hearing his commentary makes me realize that we don't take shit but at the same point we're grateful we get to have a great meal a cold beer you know hot food that we don't have to eat sitting in the corner of a kitchen because it's extra there's so many cool things uh that we're afforded being in this industry and i think anthony bourdain absolutely embodies so many of those in his show and i cannot wait for us to talk about kitchen confidential as a group so go to facebook and join the brandon's book club group i made a post saying something similar to that on the Brandon underscore NRR underscore book club Instagram page, which you can go join also. And we're going to keep posting little updates as to where you're at. And then August 29th, we are going to have a live call. You can be on the podcast. I'd like to have some really lively conversation around this. And um, I would love for you to join us. So that being said, we're going to start today with an on-brand with Ross Chandler. Ladies and gentlemen, super excited today to welcome in Ross Chandler. Uh, he is our buddy at Cytex. What's going on, Ross? What's going on, Brandon? How are you, man? I have a. I, I'm doing wonderful. I want to start off with a question for you. Do right. you have a Do you have a favorite chicken? Sandwich? Something I'm asking everybody that I meet these days. Do you have a favorite chicken sandwich? Like, if you go out to eat, there's a bunch of like, you know, like fast food. Like, what's your favorite okay. chicken sandwich? Do you have one? Yeah, so on the fast food side, I don't know if you know know about it or tried it, but uh, so Bojangles has a freaking amazing 
chicken sandwich. You're kidding me. You're kidding me. No, man. No, we actually, we service three of the Bojangles in Nashville and yeah, it's a spot. It's, it's, it's my spot. It's my fast food spot. There's a little bit of a story about why I go to Bojangles anyway, before they came to Sidex as a customer. So what is it? You got to tell me the story now. So when I first moved from New York to uh, Tennessee, we had landed in the Tri-Cities Airport. I lived in uh, Eastern Tennessee. And um, like almost immediately, my allergies started kicking up, like welcome to the South, right? And uh, so anyway, so as I'm at the Walgreens, this this lady, this sweet little old lady, she says, uh, uh, as soon as I started talking, she said, you're not from here. And I said, no, I just moved here from New York. And and she said, well, have you tried Bojangles? I'm not making this up. Like my first interaction, <laughs> my first interaction with somebody from Tennessee was about Bojangles. And um, I said, I have not yet. And she goes, honey, you have got to try Bojangles. It is like a true Southern fast food thing. And I said, all right, yeah, I'll give it a shot. And she goes, and by the way, their buttered biscuits are the best. And I said, all right. So anyway, so the very next day, my wife and I went and had Bojangles as kind of like our welcome to Tennessee breakfast before I went and had my interview, which was my first interview, which moved me down here. So, yeah. So, yeah. So it's kind of like there's a there's a spot in my heart for Bojangles uh, going back many years now. <laughs> I sw- I, I'm telling you, there's there's no I don't know. I'll tell you why I ask today on the show. We've got Marshall Scarborough and BJ Luffback. And they are with Bojangles. We're talking to <laughs> the lead chef from oh, Bojangles shit. today. This was this was so fortuitous. I don't even know what to say. So That's yes, funny. you pick Bojangles because at the end of this episode today, we go into a battle, and I I, I call out and I say Popeyes, Chick Fil A, Hattie B's, whoever wants to come into play, let's have a big throwdown for chicken biscuits because they are going to be at the uh, Centennial Park Saturday from twelve thirty to four. First 10 people are going to get $100 gift cards to Bojangles, and the what? next 200 people get free sandwiches. So there's free chicken sandwiches. So I said, I'm I'd like to lips. see I don't know if you saw that. I'm looking at my lips thinking about that right now. I was yeah, actually so, thinking about what $100 of Bojangles could get me. That's a lot of Bojangles. Yeah, it's, I get, apparently it's good value. I didn't know anything about Bojangles, but these guys are hilarious, <laughs> and I love talking to them. But let's talk about you. This oh, is an on-brand talking about you. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> How are things going, man? What's what's your? I, I was talking to you the other day, and I was talking to Brett, who's our route driver, and the guy is absolutely amazing. But we had a different guy who was actually one of your original manager was delivering. I said, "What's going on?" He said, "Man, we need route drivers so bad. We are growing so fast. What's going on there?" Yeah, so it's a u- unique position. Um, it's not as a result of turnover or loss. We quite literally are growing like crazy. Um, I mean, by a lot, not a little. And um, we need Routman. Um, we are, I don't want to say picky, but, you know, uh, Routman are the face of our company. And it, we, it's, it's important to us that you fit our team. So, but we are actively hiring and looking for some routemen for our national market um, to take on the growth. We just this month have signed on enough business to, and I'm, this is quite literal, signed on enough business to make up a half a route just in this wow. month. So uh, things continue to go, go and grow for us here in the national market. And we need some awesome people to join our team, man. 
Well, I know you have to pick you because everybody that I've dealt with with your company has been absolutely amazing. Let's go through some quick hits. Do you offer insurance? Yes, very good insurance. Do you offer a 401k? So not to oversell it, but the 401k is amazing here. We actually put 3% of your earnings in your total earnings in your 401k, whether you put anything in there or not. Wow. Okay. That that's unheard of. And do you offer vacations? Yes. Vacations are important to keep us all sane. <laughs> yes. And I don't know if you want to answer this over the phone here, but Hey, I'm, I'm not scared to ask. What's a typical routeman make? I mean, they all should be making over 60,000 a year, you know? Wow. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they, we, we try to take good care of our people. It sounds like you do with full insurance, 401k, you adding 3% of their salary in, making north of 60,000, they should be. Um, they, if you live, where do you have to live? You live in Nashville? Do you live, where, where does the people need to be from? We have people everywhere. We have some folks that live in Jolton. We have folks that live in Clarksville. We have folks that live in Smyrna, Murfreesboro, um, Columbia, I think. So now how do you say that? South of us here. Yeah, Columbia. Um, yeah, just a little bit of everywhere. We have folks that live a little bit of everywhere. Um, you report into our uh, facility in Nashville and you start your day. It's uh, it's kind of like you, 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 you're running your own business out of a Cytex vehicle. We expect you to manage your customers and take good care of them. We do not incentivize our routemen to uh, put all kinds of charges on customers' invoices. We're not, that's just not how we operate. We really want you to take care of your customers and that's the name of the game. So you're not just a delivery guy. I wanna be really clear about that if you're interested in this position. It is not a drop off product, pick up dirty and get the heck out. We want you to know who the people are inside the facility. We want you to look on the shelves and make sure that they have enough product to make sure they're not, we're not giving them too much product. We need to make sure we're managing their inventories. We need to be having conversations with people about upcoming events like CMA Fest, Predators being in town. 4th of July weekend, whatever, we, you need to help anticipate. We need a partner. I mean, that's what we do. We partner with customers. So we need someone who's business-minded in that way. It's more than just driving a truck with us. You know what I love about Brett, who's our routeman? He comes in and he has suggestions. He'll come in and say, hey, I noticed that at your front door, there's there's a, a mask, there's no mat out front, and there's a bunch of blackness where people walk in and they just because they're walking up to a door, they kind of shuffle their feet and you can see where there's all the scuff marks. I got a really good scraper mat I can put there and I'd replace it every three days. It's only $3 a week or whatever. And it's like, that's a great idea, man. And it's like, thanks. And he's, hey, I got, if you put a mat here, you could get rid of these two. And he's actually saving me money, but he's also looking out for OSHA and all these other things. And I'm like, man, that's, that's really helpful. Thank you. Cause I'm not looking at that stuff. And that's what he does. So like you said, is a partner. Another thing that I always loved about working kind of on the side of driving and in the, the sales side is that you get to see the behind the scenes yeah. at probably some of your favorite restaurants. As the guy who's the rock guy, you get to go into, you'll know all the secret entrances, you'll know where to go, how to get in, how to leave, all these, and you get to make some really great connections that, um, that never hurt. Absolutely never hurts. I, I've called in a couple favors myself, you know, whenever you're <laughs> wanting to 
take in, you wanted to take someone out to dinner, or maybe you just me and the family want to go out to dinner, shoot a text to the chef himself and say, hey, can you get me on the books for tonight? Knowing good and well, there's no reservations on open table, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and they they find a way to get you in. Take it, you know, it's uh, reciprocal, right? Take yeah, care it of is, them, absolutely. Take care of us, so. Well, Ross, um, if you are out there, I've made this little thing I put on the ticker down here. You need to go to www.cytex-corp.com forward slash careers. Uh, yes. Just go to cytex-corp.com. You can find the careers button. You can apply for a job right online, right? Yes, yes. Or you can email me. I'm no stranger. Email me your resume. I'll get it passed along. No. And you email you are R. Chandler? Yes, rchandler at cytex-corp.com. Or you can give Ross a call. You can't see it, but on the screen here, if you're watching on YouTube, Ross at Cytex is 270-823-2468. Ross, we thank you for coming on the show today. And I will, I'm going to pass along to our friends at Bojangles your kind words. That's awesome. Yeah, man. man. Absolutely. Absolutely. They, they, they did it up good, man. It's a it's a very good chicken sandwich. Like I said, it's it's on the fast food side. That's that's my go to. And honestly, overall, I'd say it's it's in my top for sure. Fantastic. All right, Ross. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, man. Thank you. See ya. All right. Super excited today to welcome in Marshall Scarborough, who is the chief culinary officer, and BJ Luffback, who is the chief food truck operator at Bo Jingles. What's up, gentlemen? Hey, how's it going? How's it going? I'm doing great. Now, I, I'm I'm fantastic. We had a busy weekend. I did not go to the Music City Grand Prix. BJ, what was that like? Uh, um, awesome. And also difficult. Uh, not, you know, I mean, anytime you try and pack a kitchen into the back of a moving vehicle and take it somewhere and feed people and make them happy. It's there's some cool aspects to it. There's some aspects to it that are just extremely challenging. And when you magnify that over three days and thousands of people, those challenges magnify even more, um, incredibly challenging. Um, it's, it's an endurance thing cause it's hot. Um, there's limited space. You got a bunch of people cause you need a bunch of people and you want to blow minds, uh, as much as you possibly can. You want to, you want to be able to hang with, uh, with the, the goings on, you know, people are excited to see cars racing by and there's, there's loud engine noises and it's an assault to the senses and in, in a lot of ways. And, uh, um, and so you just, you just try and hang on, uh, for dear life, much like these, uh, these these race car drivers, you know, they're uh, they're doing their thing, and so yeah, I just equated uh, my job with someone who drives a multi million dollar automobile, one hundred and ninety miles per hour on the streets of Nashville. Same thing. Yeah, I, I completely agree. It's very similar. How much? So you're you're in the Bojangles food truck, right? Yes. Yes. The, uh, the, the Bojangles Freightliner treated me very well. Uh, the corners uh, were nice. The um, you know, the, 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 the crew really, uh, put it up there for me. Um, and, uh, and, you know, it takes a team to, uh, to put a car on a track and, uh, and to do things well. And that's what we're grateful for. And the Bojangles team, uh, is really behind us in this. 
I really feel like I'm at a post-race conference. That's perfect. What I was going for, I was a little nervous that uh, that might not come through because I wasn't polished as a race car driver. But, you know, we pulled it off. You, you did great. You missed and all Marshall. the champagne. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay, yeah. yeah, that would have been cool. So, Marshall, you're the chief culinary officer for, um, for Bojangles. What's your day look like? Well, uh, you know, typical that's day. The, the cool thing about my job is there is no typical day. Um, you know, we're constantly um, working on new things. As we work on projects, we're constantly applying the learnings and getting smarter. And, um, you know, there's no shortage of, of fun, fun work in the kitchen for us to be doing, um, you know, whether it's working with poultry suppliers or bakeries or um, – uh, or just working with our, our ops team in our restaurants, trying to understand if the stuff we've come up is is truly um, you know ridiculous and or or whether or not it's actually feasible. I feel like there's so much there that we could dig deep into because chefs are listening right now that have a small kitchen and they get up in the morning and there might be a sous chef or a couple guys that work on a line. And they're like, "Hey, taste this. What do you think?" They don't have food scientists and people that work with them to create um, all of these things that you do. What do you create? Like what, what does a day of creation like at Bojangles look like? What do you mean? What are you creating? Yeah. Well, um, you know, we're, we're really excited to be launching Bo's chicken sandwich right now in all of our restaurants. Uh, and it's actually, uh, it's, it's one of the, it's the best sandwich I've ever eaten. Um, but you know, working on the sandwich and creating it, making it taste good, um, coming up with the batter, the, the flour formula, um, the, you know, the bringing together the right ingredients for it. That was all the easy part. Uh, the, the hard part was really, and while that part wasn't easy, it was still the easy part. The hard part was trying to create the operating systems. And you know, we had to rethink how our, our back of house um, we had to design new equipment that is specific and proprietary to our restaurants for to give us certain attributes that we were looking for. I mean, it's it's kind of cool working for a uh, you know a big company like Bojangles that has the resources to be able to go out and design you know new equipment that gives us new capabilities that other restaurants don't have. So, yeah, I mean that's it's got to be a nice luxury. Um, what did you do before coming to Bojangles? Were you just a, a restaurant chef or what, what did your history look like? Yeah, well, um, <clears throat> I basically been cooking since I was a kid. Uh, my first job, I lied about my age to get a job at a fast food restaurant. And, uh, from there I spent like 10 years working in everything from fast food all the way up to a Michelin star restaurant in Europe and uh, pretty much everything in between. Um, and so going into culinary school at Johnson & Wales, I knew, you know, I wanted to try and, and get myself out of working nights, weekends, and holidays. So that's how I got into product development and food science. And now I've been on the corporate side of restaurants for about 15 or 16 years. And it's, you know, at first I turned my nose up at it. I was like, I'm going to go be a, like a, a chef at like Miraval or some kind of spa cuisine, like luxury resort. And then I got into product development and they were like, oh, this fast food company wants to hire you. And I was like, uh, 
No, I don't, I don't know. But then it turned out to be like one of the coolest moves I've ever made in my career. That's so fascinating. Well, I think everybody, not everybody, but I, I totally understand that. I mean, you probably get, do you have more time to spend time with family and do the things you want to do? Or do you find yourself working more than you ever did? You know, it's a, it's a different kind of pressure. You know, it's like you get, I, I miss, you know, when I got to cook on the food truck with BJ in New York city a couple weeks ago, like it took me back to that, like adrenaline rush that you get from working on the line. And I just forgot how much I missed it. I'm like begging people like, Hey guys, like you need help. Like, let me, let me go run your station. You know, like, I just want to get in there and get my hands dirty up. And so, you know, I don't really get that adrenaline rush in in my current role, but there's definitely a a certain amount of pressure that comes with it, you know, especially when, you know, we're serving millions of customers now and, uh, you know, things have to be perfect. There's a lot of pressure. So it's a, it's a different kind of pressure. That's, that's also like very similarly gratifying. It's almost like this, like, it's almost like this, like masochistic, like uh, desire to like, just like punish myself <laughs> and, and it's, it's in a similar kind of way. I feel like I always say that we love to live on the edge of chaos, like at all times. It's just, it's just something that or I, I feel comfortable right there with one foot dangling off the cliff. So BJ, <laughs> it's the restaurant tour's addiction. That's, yeah. that's what it is. It, it, you, you go in there whenever you have to overcome something monumental and, and that may seem like something, uh, relatively minor to to an outsider, but what you've had to overcome in a given day just to produce something that people have no idea what goes behind it is is can be monumental. And I think that 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 addiction to uh, overcoming odds, um, overcoming physical limitations, overcoming mental uh, fatigue, or whatever you may have, that's the restaurateur's addiction. You you get into it, and and you while you crave comforts and you crave uh, calm seas, man, you know, you, like Marshall reference going up to New York City. We 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 drove the food truck up to New York City. We served thousands of sandwiches to New Yorkers, and that was hard. That was really hard, but it was also awesome and love having that experience. And so it was super fun uh, having Marshall as the co-pilot navigating me through the streets of New York City because he's been there many more times than I have in a big giant truck that you do not want to be driving in New York City. But we got the flow and we and we we knocked it out, you know, and so it's just really cool to uh, to do that. But that is that addiction. And it it translates into food trucking and it translates into Michelin star restaurants and it translates into uh, uh, Marshall's job as well to, to make all these things happen just so you can blow people's minds with uh, with some bites. So, BJ, why this is Nashville restaurant radio and obviously you are a Nashville guy. And you have a food truck, Pinchy's Lobster Company, mm-hmm. uh, which is, a, you still have your brick and mortar. Not, your spot at the factory, right? Yep. yep. Give you a little plug for your own spot. How did you get hooked up with Bojangles? Um, you know, it, it. I guess the way it comes down to is if uh, if you Google food trucks in Nashville, um, my, my name's going to come, come up a more than a couple times and uh, because I've been doing it for a long time, I've been involved in not only my own food trucks, but also in uh, 
um, in the industry as well. I, sure. I love this industry. I love food trucking. And so I get, I get involved in a lot of aspects of it, mainly just for self-preservation, but also because I just really want food trucks to, to be awesome in, in Nashville. So, um, one thing led to another, um, Bojangles wanting to bring a food truck to Nashville. Well, how are we going to run it? Well, they, uh, they did what, what a lot of companies don't do. And that is let's find somebody in the local scene to, to figure this out and, and to get this done. So it started off as a, is a consulting gig. And, um, I was going to consult on how to get this food truck to come and, and, you know, um, post COVID, or what do we call it? Is it post? Is it, is, I don't know. Uh, you know, we're, we're in a COVID Renaissance right now. Nice. Yes. In a COVID Renaissance, yeah. a guy like me, uh, when somebody comes along and says, Hey, we want to bring a food truck to Nashville. And also we want to pay you to help us do it. Um, I'm listening. Yeah. Uh, tell me more. And, but, but then it was, it, you know, what was just basically going to be helping a company bring a food truck uh, along um, ended up being, I started liking these guys. I started, you know, liking Marshall and, um, and it's kind of hilarious that there's two other BJs um, in the Bojangles company. And I, I, I just assume that they're trying to hire all of us um, <laughs> and uh, all the BJs on the planet will be working for Bojangles soon. Um, well, it makes sense. Bojangles. That's it. You know, um, that's all the, the challenges right now. But anyway, just, just working with these guys, it, you know, I went into it, kind of thinking, ah, corporate, you know, eh, you know, I think in, in a lot of ways, the way Marshall did, you know, with what his, your, your, your chef ego tells you, I want to, you know, do this and I want to do that. And I want to have that on my resume. Um, but at the end of the day, it's, it's really just about making really good food with really cool people. And, you know, Bojangles didn't start off in 1977 to necessarily become a, you know, a, a regional and, and then hopefully soon national brand. But, you know, it's just one guy had an idea, fried chicken and biscuits. And, and then it's grown to this. And so, you know, I'm filing a chapter in it. Marshall's got a huge chapter in it with this, this killer sandwich that, uh, that we get to make for people. And um, so, you know, it just was kind of a natural progression. And I like cool people. And this company is made up of some really cool people. We're going to take a quick break to hear a word from our sponsor. Supersource is your company when it comes to your dish machine and chemical business. Everybody out there has got a dish machine. If you've got a restaurant, you've got a dish machine. You need to be working with somebody who cares about clean. We're in a world where this coronavirus is back, and you need a company that's going to make sure that you are keeping your guests safe. Supersource is that company. When I first started working with Jason Ellis, the number one conversation we would have is, people don't believe that what I'm doing is real. They did not believe that I would come in, do an assessment for them, identify what their needs would be, and I can help change the game with their dish machine and chemicals. And now the game is, people are starting to believe me, I'm getting really, really busy. And that is fantastic. If you want to up your game, if you want to know what's going on, if you want to save money and improve quality, check out Supersource. Go to nationalrestaurantradio.com, click the Sponsors tab, and go to Supersource and message Jason Ellis. You can also find him on the Instagram at Supersource Nashville. 
and he's going to be the guy that's going to come in two free months of dishwasher rental for you right now if you go to the link in our website and click super source if you're one of those people who prefers to call give jason ellis a call at 770-337-1140 trust 20 is the new standard of restaurant safety and diner comfort Trust 20 restaurants are part of a national network of restaurants that meet a high standard of cleanliness and safety, giving diners confidence in the measures you're taking to keep them safe. Trust 20 restaurants receive expert guidance, operational resources, and benefit from diner-focused promotion on behalf of Trust 20 network of participants. So how do you get certified? It's easy. First, go to trust20.co and request a certification appointment. Then, a Trust20 specialist will reach out and arrange a visit. The specialist conducts a 60-minute review and consultation according to Trust20 tactics. If adjustments are needed, the Trust20 specialist will provide guidance to assist. Now that you're certified, have peace of mind that you're doing everything you can to keep your restaurant safe and start enjoying the benefits of Trust20 certification. Remember, visit trust20.co to request your certification appointment Today. When talking about what chefs want, really the question is, how do they do it? No fees, no fuel charges, no surcharges, never. This allows you to order as much or as little as you need, as often as you need. Seven day delivery, access products every day, trimming your waste, increasing your valuable shelf life and allowing you fresher product, 24 seven customer support, call, Text, chat, email, anytime from anywhere. Uh, they take a team approach to serving you at 800-600-8510 or whatchefswant.com. They have a very they have very diverse product lines, so their chefs have access to thousands of items across many different categories that allow them to receive fresh products daily. This type of flexibility helps chefs with the ability to offer and test new menu items with ease. They have hundreds of trucks on the road every day to reach their vast market. Their focus is tight urban areas where groups of restaurants and chefs are located. Additionally, they have trucks from coast to coast bringing products to farms and artisans across the globe. You can order through your phone app or online. They truly are what chefs want. Check them out at whatchefswant.com. So, good stuff, man. I'm, I'm excited for your opportunity in in the company and i think that that's fantastic and i love that you're a local guy who's who they've come in to find a local guy to do this are you literally just rolling out this chicken sandwich you have the food truck around nashville is it only this chicken sandwich is this a promotional vehicle um yes but it's also a legit food truck um you know right now the the company is very and rightfully so very proud of this sandwich and um, Nashville loves its fried chicken and, um, and the country is, is in this, uh, chicken sandwich, uh, you know, um, Renaissance, Renaissance. your word. Um, and, and so, yeah, it, 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 we're, we're, we're rocking the sandwich right now. We're, we're forcing people to, you know, it's, I'll open up the truck and we're only doing the sandwich for the next couple of weeks. Um, and we open up the truck and I have people walk up and they go, I want a steak biscuit. You know, they, they kind of read off their normal Bojangles order that sort of like their, their Starbucks 
coffee yeah. order, no whip, frap, blah, 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 you know, the, the whole thing. And they, they knock it off like they're a waitress in a diner calling an order <laughs> back to the kitchen, you know. And, and we go, oh, sorry, we're, we need you to try the sandwich, you know. The sandwich is what we're doing today and the tea and the, you know. Um, but, yeah, I mean, when you, when you go, when you it's – a, it's a major departure from what um, Bojangles was before. Now hand-breaded, real fried chicken. It's, that was another drawing point to me. There's nothing that's going on um, in uh, – I, I better backtrack this a little bit. I'm getting a little little – little uh, gregarious here, but this is real fried chicken is what I'm trying to say. The restaurants that are doing fried chicken so. doing it well here in Nashville, that your favorite fried chicken place, they're doing much the same things that we're doing in the back of the truck, that they're doing in the back of a Bojangles right now. And, and that's a very, very cool aspect to this. If this was just a heat and serve situation, the way some maybe two hipstery people would get when you start talking about a, a, a fast food place, a QSR or whatever you want to call it, um, you know, they're, they're going to get a little, uh, you know, Bojangles just, nah, you know, it's where I go when I blah, 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 you know, whatever. This is real fried chicken. And Marshall has put out a really impressive, delicious product here. And you need okay. to try it. So Marshall, how does it feel hearing BJ talk about your fried chicken sandwich this way and just how he describes it? Is that what you envisioned when you were creating it? Yeah, a hundred percent. I mean, it's one of the things that I always say, whether you're working in a fine dining kitchen or uh, working in a fast food kitchen, um, good food transcends to everybody. Everybody knows good food when they try it. And so, you know, for me, it's like Bojangles has so much street cred with fried chicken. I mean, we've been hand breading chicken in the back of our restaurants since 1977 and so you know bj has he's he's unique in that he's had a peek under the tent and how we do things but uh you know it's really cool to for somebody like him to get back there and see it that truly appreciates it because he's kind of having the same reaction that i had when i was interviewing with bojangles i'm like man you guys are actually like we have stovetops in our restaurants like gas stoves it, it, like name one fast food restaurant that still cooks on a gas stove you know, and I saw that I was like, I'm sold. Like, this is like a meat and three kind of restaurant, you know, where we're actually like making the dirty rice, like the way your grandmother would. We're breading the chicken, like, you know, with bare hands the way your grandmother would. Like, we're rolling out fresh cut buttermilk biscuits. I mean, like, you know, trying to teach people how to like make really good buttermilk biscuits in 770 restaurants is like, it's crazy, but we're doing it because people recognize how awesome it is. How do you do that? I mean, I have problems getting my line cooks in one restaurant to put, <laughs> to do like one dish look the same way. How in the hell do you do it for se oh, 700 plus restaurants? <laughs> yeah, man, it's not easy. Uh, you know, there's definitely a learning curve, um, you know, and, and thankfully we've been doing it long enough. We've had time to iterate and, you know, innovate on the training processes to really, help get people up to speed. I mean, we have our challenges just like every everywhere else, but um, you know, it, it really comes out. We've got a really smart team of people. We've got instructional designers, you know, people that actually like got degrees in like how to like, you know, build out, um, you know, instructional design for, for things. So it's pretty cool. 
What is your biggest challenge on a day-to-day basis? What's the biggest challenge as far as, is it vendors? Is it the supply chain? Is it training? What's the biggest challenge you deal with? Yeah, I think if you asked me this question, like maybe like two years ago, I would I would have a different answer than I do today. Uh, sure. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I'd say today right now, I mean, obviously, you know, it, it, the whole industry is affected by the labor challenges. Um, the whole industry has been affected by the supply chain challenges. Um, so those are definitely two things that are on, on our radar at the moment. But, uh, you know, honestly, I'd say it's it's really just uh, the biggest challenge is um, it, it's really it kind of falls back on that training of like being able to execute the the brand and execute the food at, at, at the Bojangle standards. Um, while we've made it as easy as possible, I mean, it's definitely one of those things where we're constantly working in our restaurants, trying to find new ways to improve our systems. Wow. Okay. Um, this chicken sandwich, what are the big differentiators? Why is this the best damn chicken sandwich in the world? Well, uh, you know, I'd say. What'd you do? Give us the secrets. (laughs) (laughs) Peek under the curtain, as you said. Well, you know, I'll tell you, to answer that, I'll tell you a little bit about how we came up with it, right? Because when when you're serving millions of people, um, we, everything is all about the customer. And so. You know, we started out by talking to customers and saying like, all right, guys, you know, we're going to, Bojangles is going to put out a, a really delicious sandwich. We're, you know, let's, let's do, let's, let's talk to the customers and see what's important to them. So we actually did a concept test and we tested, I don't know, at least, uh, you know, 20 or 30 different Southern inspired sandwiches and, you know, things like honey pepper, Southern coleslaw, um, bacon, mac and cheese, pimento cheese, you know, all these like, you know, things that just make me go nuts when I think about them. And at the end of the day, customers told us they're just looking for a really simple chicken sandwich with uh, pickles and mayonnaise with a really plump, juicy piece of chicken and a, on a good bun. Um, and so that's how we landed there. Um, and then we're like, well, how do we how do we differentiate that from a competition? I mean, like, what do you like? So, so then we started thinking about it. We doubled down on who we are and it's the flavor. Um, Bojangles like has a flavor. Like if you talk to any of our longtime fans, they will taste this sandwich and be like, this tastes like Bojangles. Um, and, it, and it really does have that kind of that power. So that's really what I would say. It's the flavor. I mean, it's, it's unlike any flavor that you'll be able to get anywhere else. BJ, what do you what you you going to concur with this? Absolutely. Um, you know, when I was still in the um, the consulting stage, um, Bojangles uh, brought me down to Charlotte, and um, and we sat and I, you know, met people and and uh, uh, you know, just basically talking about how we're going to make a, a food truck happen in Nashville. And um, why Nashville? Yeah. Are you doing this? In, are there 50 other cities that you're rolling this out in? And, you know, why Why is it Nashville? Just because Nashville's fried chicken? Do you do a hot version of this sandwich? <laughs> That's a funny story. Um, I, I'll, t- I'll tell you this. I'll, I'll tell you why Nashville. Um, well, Nashville is, I mean, if you're going to go uh, go in heavy, 
If you're going to go in and say, hey, we have a delicious sandwich, well, you know, uh, name a, a more fried chicken city in, than Nashville, Tennessee. Um, you know, the right now there are Nashville hot chicken restaurants opening up all over the country. So we've got we've got a good thing going. Um, and, uh, and I, I, I laugh because I've, I've been pressing Marshall to, uh, to, to work on a, a hot chicken sandwich. I, I, I think Bojangles could produce a pretty amazing one, but this sandwich has a, a Bojangles spice to it kind of to, to pull off what, uh, what Marshall was saying there, you know, um, it, it has that, um, I mean, what was it? Uh, Cajun, you know, you used to call, uh, just was kind of that term that, that Bojangles used to talk about something that was spicy in a Southern way. And it's still got that. It, I wouldn't call it hot chicken by any stretch of the imagination, but I remember being there in Charlotte and tasting it for the first time and, and going and being pleasantly surprised by the spice and thinking, man, and, and it wasn't really rolling out quite at that point. I forget. I think that was in January or something. Um, and, and it, it, it wasn't, you know, happening quite that yet. Uh, at least, in, in my mind, but, and I thought, God, I really hope they don't change that. I really hope they change nothing about this sandwich and they didn't. It's very, very good. It's, it's just kind of got this all around everything you want in a fried chicken, crispy, juicy. Um, you don't, you don't take a bite and the chicken comes out of the breading. Um, you don't, uh, you don't take a bite and, 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 uh, wonder where the seasoning is. And it's, it's simple in a, in a perfect way mayo and pickles and not just your average um you know mayonnaise either sorry dukes i don't mean to offend anyone but this mayonnaise on the sandwich is really good um surprisingly good what kind uh, of mayonnaise are you using it's a uh, proprietary formula that we came up with oh and it's okay. it's very good um and uh, and i have to say i am not a company man in the sense that uh, um, that I'm just going to start saying gushing things about a product because people are paying me, um, and it does uh, help. However, I, yeah, I can yeah. I can vouch for that. Yeah, I I I told everyone exactly what I thought, and thankfully, there's a lot of cool things to say. <laughs> uh, sorry, Marshall, I can't help it. This is this is what you hired, you know. Uh, anyway, but. Um, so my point is, is if there wasn't anything good to say, I just wouldn't say anything. Um, so not that my opinion means a hill of beans anywhere. Um, but I will say that if I'm telling you that something is good and I'm giving you, uh, positive words is cause I genuinely feel that way. And, and this is a very, very good fried chicken. I would yeah. eat, I, I have eaten that fried chicken just, just right there. Um, but everything else is fantastic as well. It's well thought up. My kudos to my man. Marshall here, huge. Well, and I think what I would build on what, what you said, BJ is like, it, it, it's not, this sandwich is different because it's not spicy. Like I wouldn't call it spicy. Um, I would I'd say, you say that you lose like, like so many people. Yeah. It's like, it's, you mentioned Cajun. It's not really like when Kate, when people hear the word Cajun, they think of spicy and it's like, this is good because it's like, it's bold flavor, you know, it's not just like this, this like burning heat, you know, it's like, there's a depth, like you can tell that there was like some technique that went into the seasoning and, and marinating the chicken, um, the way you would at, at like at your, in your, your grandma's kitchen. Well, it's a tough situation because I can't, it's, it's unenviable because I know that 
we have a hot chicken dish. We've got some different dishes that are somewhat spicy. I mean, I like, I can eat a jalapeno, no problem. I can eat habaneros. They're they're hot to me. My brother can literally eat fire. Some people have just the tiniest bit of pepper and they're, oh, my mouth's on fire. My, it's just, I mean, for you to put out a dish that has any kind of spice, even if it's a bold flavor, spice is one of the hardest things to gauge. Because if I say something spicy, Somebody goes, oh, yeah, well, that may be nothing to them. Like, everybody has their own tolerance level of the scoville units. But so I can imagine putting out a dish, like, you've got to make sure there's a balance to it. Yeah, totally. It's balanced, but it's also not for everybody, right? I mean, at Bojangles, like, we're, we're trying to be who we are, right? And it's all about big, bold flavor. I mean, if you think about, like, why why we have such an iconic following, like, why people, you know, that cult following is because, and why we have so much street cred is it really comes down to the flavor that we put, not just in our chicken, but all our, our fixings. Like, I mean, it's like there's bold flavors all across the menu, and it's like it's flavorful. We're not afraid of it. Like, you know, we, we embrace it, and that's who we are. Who's your biggest competitor? Can you talk some trash about your competitors for me? <laughs> I will. <laughs> Whoever wants to, I don't care. I just want to, I just want to, I want to, I want to stir up some controversy. <laughs> yeah. We've got to get, get this thing going viral. So what we need yes. to do, you know, um, I, 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 I've heard it a lot um, being in the truck and because people know I'm not necessarily, um, you know, uh, yeah, I'll have the Bojangle shirt on, um, but I'm a food truck guy and I've got, two other brands that I'm, I'm working on right now. Um, and before anything else, I'm just BJ Lofback with, with a, a lot of words to express his own opinion. And I will do that very, very often and unabashedly until someone yells at me and then I'll be very bashed. But um, the, the, the point is, is that everybody's got their favorite and we, we hear the Chick-fil-A comparisons and that's a Chick-fil-A's good comparison. Chick-fil-A is a very good sandwich. I would eat a Chick-fil-A sandwich right now. Um, I'm going to be honest. Uh, I would edge out the the Bojangles sandwich over the Chick-fil-A sandwich. And I use the word edge out because it's a very good sandwich. But, you know, Marshall was talking before about what went into that flavor profile. There is there is very little on this sandwich. Bun, very buttery kind of brioche type bun of delicious mayo, a pickle that was well thought out and a very good piece of fried chicken. There's not a lot to hide behind here. There's not a lot of, uh, you're not going to put a slaw on this. That's going to bring some seasoning and cover up your, your chicken. And I'm, you know, personally don't put slaw on my fried chicken sandwich. I don't want any more liquid than needs to go on there. Cause I want that crispiness. I want that flavor and I want to taste the chicken and the, the, the pickle and the, uh, and the mayo just enhance the already, you know, the sweetness of the bun, anything else. This is a sandwich that you get just the right bite and, and all things align and it's beautiful. It's an absolutely fantastic sandwich. But if you just take that little crispy piece off the edge of the chicken sandwich, take a bite. Also awesome. Um, I, we, we were on the, on the truck and sometimes you'll, um, you'll, you'll have a bun and, and, and you go to, you know, put it over in, into, you know, production and you drop a, a, a bun. I've watched more than a few people, um, pick it up off the floor. No, I'm just kidding. Um, that just take that other piece and just take a bite before they throw that one away because the bun is that good. 
So it's well thought out. It, it, you know, a lot of times you think about, or at least I think about uh, big corporations and, and how they go into doing things and you think it's just like it's cheap and, and we got to take as much technique out of it as possible because, you know, we, we, we don't want to overwhelm the, uh, the speed of producing it uh, or, or anything. This sandwich doesn't seem to have cut any corners. And that's what's really, to me, really great about, about food in general. Cutting corners just seems like a shame. Um, All right. So. An opportunity to add a layer is a shame. Uh, Marshall has missed none of these. Marshall and, and his team. I know he's, uh, I got to meet a lot of the team and I don't want to slight their contribution. Uh, Nan, that pickle is delicious. Wow. Uh, this is by far the longest I've ever talked about a sandwich, a pickle, <laughs> or a marketing campaign or anything. This is um, it's really incredible. I mean, if you're listening to this and you haven't got in your car to go buy this sandwich, I don't know what's wrong with you. <laughs> yep. I mean, That's exactly right. We'll be at uh, Opryland Hotel tomorrow night. Um, just roll up. I'll take care of you. <laughs> well, this will probably air like in a week and a half. So well, a week and a half ago, he was there. I <laughs> it happened. And a week and a half, just find him. But I'll bet you guys are, are you guys willing to say right now that you will work on Sundays? I'm, I'm going to say it <laughs> for you. I was working until the wee hours of the morning last night trying to serve as many sandwiches as possible and uh and then get that truck get the truck out of downtown nashville how was the crowd at the music city grand prix was everybody having a good time yeah it you know it just increased all through the weekend i, I think i heard like a hundred and five thousand people on sunday and we felt them i feel like we felt each and every we, we fed each and every one of them uh it was pretty uh pretty crazy and um uh, but very much enjoyed finding um locals that were excited about uh, uh, Bojangles being there, but people who have come from afar, who have experienced Bojangles in the past, because it's a racing crowd, North Carolina, um, you know, people have spent time there and they're like, oh my God, Bojangles, this is amazing. I haven't had Bojangles in this many years because I live out here now. And, uh, you know, so it's just cool to, to, to bring about that nostalgia for a lot of people, introduce it to a lot of people. Um, it's very cool. And I got to admit, you know, taking somebody else's creation and, uh, and not having to be the guy that comes up with that idea is one of the great things about what I'm doing right now. Um, I get to take exactly. a break and, and, and be creative for a future project sure. and, and rock out on, uh, on Marshall's culinary coattails. How are the other food trucks treating you? Do you roll up on the scene and other food trucks are like, are they excited about seeing a Bojangles truck? Or are they like, dude, what are you doing here? All of that. Um, it's, it's a little <laughs> bit of a mixed reaction. Um, and I don't blame them. You know, uh, if, if you if you look at the food truck that we have, it's a it's a machine, man. I mean, this it's a nice truck, right? Marshall, that that kitchen is pretty ridiculous, you know, um, and not every food trucker has that kind of rig. And nice. um, so and I'm having fun being on this kind of state of the art, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> truck right now. It's 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 pretty cool. Um it probably has air cool things out of a lot less. Um, it does it have air conditioning? It does have a thing on top that produces cold air that is immediately sucked out by the hood vent, uh, <laughs> and uh, and That's and almost blasts at you on the way by. It just the that cold air goes <laughs> and just takes off right out the right out the side. It's uh, it 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 takes a 
uh, you know, maybe a 95 degree food truck and brings it down to a decent, like 92.7, you know, so it gets a little bit. That's, that's comfy. That's just, that's a real kitchen right there. Yeah, there you are. Well, yeah, that's one of the things I was wondering, you know, as one of the guys who was the original, one of the original food trucks in Nashville, you know, kind of my idea of what food trucks are as people who were line cooks, people who had a dream, Hey, look, I don't have money to create a brick and mortar. I'm going to go out and purchase this old truck. I'm going to fashion it into a kitchen. I'm going to do the thing I can do. I'm going to create my brand out of this food truck. I'm going to go out. I'm going to hustle. And maybe people are going to see my vision. I think a lot of those people are now doing pop-ups around town. That seems to be the new popular thing. But previously, people would buy food trucks and they'd go around and they would just try and hustle. And those people seeing a Bojangles truck pull up this huge rig that's decked out and, you know, sponsored as to know what, like what the reaction would be around town, especially being you being the guy that supported those people and does continue to support those people for so long. Yeah, certainly. Uh, you know, I've, uh, I've worked with other corporate backed food trucks in the past. Um, and you know, Jenny's splendid ice creams. I can think of one. A lot of people didn't know they weren't a local brand because they didn't act corporate. And there's a way that you can act corporate. Um, And uh, some companies have come into our little fledgling, uh, I don't want to call it, uh, historically fledgling. I mean, right now, Nashville is like the number three um, food truck market in the country. Wow. Um, And and you might even be able to to say the world as far as food truck specific is concerned. Um, And. And so, but people have come in and, and, and said, well, you know, mm, we're, we're this company and we're going to do things this way. And they don't last long. Um, you, you, if you act corporate, you'll get treated corporate. And, and Nashville doesn't even really stand for that. The Nashville buying public doesn't even really stand for that. But that's what's great about, about why I'm continuing working with Bojangles for the next uh, year-ish is because they don't act corporate. Yeah, there's a lot of, things you have to do in order to make this sandwich the same at 770 different restaurants. Um, that's a corporate action you have to take. But I mean, Hattie B's is doing the same thing in their situation and, and you don't hear anybody, well, you don't hear a lot of people complaining about them. Um, and you know, like a lot of times when you're too small, you have to cut corners that you don't necessarily have to cut when you do have the the equipment, you got the gear, you got the talent, and you've got everything there. It, it's just kind of all working. And I, you know, if anybody is out there and they're going, oh, Jangles, ah, they're they're not. We're regional right now, but it's definitely a southern brand. It's uh, it it started in the south, continues in the south, and uh, it's pretty exciting to to be um, to continuing that vision in this small way in a truck rolling around Nashville. So, Marshall, what's your take on that? Well, um, I mean, I have to say, I think, you know, one of the reasons that I I love, you know, I grew up in North Carolina, grew up on Bojangles. So for me, I have that nostalgic connection with the brand. I mean, it takes me back. I'm pretty sure the Cajun Filet Biscuit was like one of the first foods I ever ate. Um, but, uh, you know, for me to be on this side of things now, um, it, it truly is special and, and unique. Um, when I think about, you know, the, you know, what Bojangles really stands for, right. Cause it's all about like 
you know, if you talk to anybody on my team, our, our culinary North star is authentically Southern with a modern twist. Right. And, and if you think about, if you carry that across the country, right. I mean, you see it, chefs are doing it everywhere you go, New York, Seattle, Chicago, um, people are taking Southern techniques or Southern ingredients and putting their own twist on it. And that's really the journey we're on, right? As we think about modernizing the Bojangles menu and modernizing the food and evolving it, uh, I mean, it's just it's just a really kind of a special place to be. And from a being a food guy, it's like it's hard not to get excited about when you start talking about like Southern cooking techniques and you know bold flavor and like using like our 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 ingredients are just they're like legit real ingredients we're not using like you know all these like we're using things i'd be proud to serve my family yeah you know like our our chicken marinade on that on that sandwich is like i mean you bite through it you see it you know go eat any other fast food chicken sandwich you won't see the flavor marinated into the meat you know like you see it's it's in your face you can't really go wrong there I love it. Like, 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 say Popeyes. You couldn't tell from Popeyes chicken, right? I mean, I, I <laughs> no, you cannot. Marshall, let me handle this one. All right, you sit right there. You, you, uh, you, you're not allowed to talk about competitors. I'm kind of a free agent, you know. <laughs> so I'll tell you this: um, people got very excited um, about the Popeye sandwich. It went, you know, everybody was like, "Oh, apparently the best chicken sandwich in the world." Um. Yes, right. My experience was not that. My experience was was not that at all. Um, I went and I got the original and the spicy, and and I'm not just talking crap about Popeyes because they're not Bojangles. I want you to understand: if this sandwich was better, I would be saying nothing right now. Okay. All right. <laughs> so I went and tasted. I'm like, huh, yeah, it's good. It's really good. And that was my reaction, straight up. You know, I I didn't have a lot of negative to say about it, but I haven't had one since. And, uh, and I don't have a need to right now. Um, and, uh, but I'm sure somebody else would, would argue that point, but I will definitely say the, the, if, if you're, if the pantheon of chicken sandwiches is Popeye's, um, Chick-fil-A, um, I'm, I'm putting Bojangles in there. No question. Um, uh, KFC, don't they have one? Who's tried it? <laughs> I wanted, I was hoping there would be that when you when you do that, will you put crickets in right there? That would be super cool. <laughs> you added in some some crickets. I know? was like, I don't know if my uh, I don't know if my could, testing testing are we on? Yeah. <laughs> like nothing. Okay. Marsh and I are both silent. Just I so. haven't eaten at KFC in probably fifteen years. Have they fallen? I guess no. I take that back. I went. My wife wasn't feeling well like six months ago, and I drove through. To no line, I just drove right through and got her some mashed potatoes because she wanted KFC mashed potatoes. It was a thing. Wow, what a guy! The only time I've been there in like twenty years. <laughs> but let's, let's, still open? let's just let's just put it out there. Popeyes doesn't hold a candle um, to, okay. to what what they're doing right here right now. They just don't. All right, you're right. Test Mark, me. You agree with test that me. statement? Somebody well, can test me. You know what? I think the cool thing about our chicken sandwich is that, you know, we weren't really trying to get into a war. You know, we weren't trying to like we're literally this is just a natural evolution in the Bojangles story. And, and you know, with our 
Southern street cred we have for fried chicken. It was just, you know, we were able to take the time to perfect it. And like BJ talked about earlier, like we thought through every component from each ingredient to each piece of equipment and each smallware that we brought into the restaurants to be able to make it. Uh, and so I think that's what really makes this one special is that we, we took the time to craft it and put some love into it. Did and you that, see that, it coming to Nashville real soon, Marshall? It's available in our restaurants there now. So are you, saying you personally are coming to Nashville here real soon? Yeah, man. I'll be there uh, this coming Saturday, the 14th. Um, we're going to do a really fun event. Um, and uh, we'll, we'll be with BJ. We're going to rock out some sandwiches um, and uh, just have a good time. Um, I think it, what the first like four people are that come up and get a sandwich are going to get like a hundred dollar Bose gift card. The first 10 visitors get a hundred dollars Bose gift card. And um, the first 200 people that show up are going to get a free sandwich. Okay, so I'll put this out. I'll put this episode out on Friday, Friday the thirteenth. That would be awesome. Yeah, it's going to be uh, at the Centennial Park, um, and starts at twelve thirty. We'll be there jamming out. Me and BJ will be on the truck throwing down. Should we invite Popeyes to get a food truck to pull up right next to you so people could take the Pepsi challenge? Like we could do the fried. I think we need a throwdown. I think we need to like. Fine. I think you guys need to arm. You need to bring the Popeye chef. You guys yeah. need to arm wrestle. There should be like a boxing match. You got. I mean, I think we should have both the chicken. You have to taste them blind, and we got to test them. And we need to find like a true champion. You know, if, well, you know, Brandon. If anybody, I'll tell you right now, if Popeyes dares, if they dare, <laughs> show up Saturday, Centennial Park. Right here, right now. All right. I am throwing out the gauntlet. You don't have it. You can't bring it. Listen, Popeyes, I'm talking to you. All right. Yeah. Come on. Come on. What you got? Marshall's going to be there too. So if you want a time when the the chief culinary officer is going to be in the building, that's right. The, the master himself to throw that's it down. Right. I think we could mono have something here. Mono. All right. Do we even right. know who Mr. Popeye is? Is there even is is Mr. Popeye doing podcasts? No, Marshall Scarborough. He will take you down single handedly. I wouldn't want to face him, Marshall. Big dude. <laughs> yeah. you know, I'm I, getting you in trouble. I'm, no, I'll take. No, it. you're good. I mean, honestly, guys, I, I like, think come and see for, me. For me, I mean, it's it's really <laughs> if anybody did come out man i would be more than confident in this sandwich taking it on see that's the thing I, I i feel like like marshall's more of a lover than a fighter he's like more fried chicken is better if we all made fried chicken would there be any wars okay would there be, <laughs> would there be any conflicts right now fried chicken just brings peace among mankind and that's all bojangles marshall bj Brandon, that's all we're all about. Just bring out the fried chicken. Let's bring out the peace. Uh, th that's how we're going to solve all the problems for, for the rest of time. Just here, eat this chicken. Now tell me what's well, wrong. Think, and then we I solve all this. Well, I don't want to speak for you guys, but I think we all like get in addicted to this industry in hospitality because we enjoy making people happy, right? Like, I mean, that's what it's all about is bringing people together around the dinner table and 
and sharing some good food and some good stories. And, um, you know, at the end of the day, um, yeah, I, I, I don't really care who's better as long as we're serving the best product that we can make. As long as we're making people happy and full and nourishing people, obviously that's our number one goal. But when it comes down to slinging a brand new fried chicken sandwich that you've said is the best chicken sandwich in the world, according to you, and this is what you like the best, you created it. I understand it's your baby. I just like to, I like to create a little, I think it's fun to have some, some challenge. You got to have somebody challenge that. And I think that they, I think I want to say Popeye's is the reigning Weren't they the, are they the reigning champion in that? Or not, I think Chick-fil-A maybe? Who decides these things? I don't know. I, I, I have no idea. I'm learning right now. But I, I think you guys would take umbrage with that. I, I, I'm taking it right now because here we are. It's, first of all, it's subjective. Okay? It's subjective. It is. All right? We, we, will, we will stipulate that. Okay? But there's nothing that stops anyone from saying that this is the best whatever anywhere and we can have that opinion and we can boldly say it and we can say once again talking to you Popeyes whenever you're ready whenever you're ready bring your truck I'll bring and my and truck finish out there. all right so so because I think that's the only way we can get this thing done we can we can talk all day long but I'm putting I'm putting my truck against your truck we're, we're racing for pinks okay <laughs> I think the track's still set up let's go <laughs> let's go chicken <laughs> and everybody will be happy <clears throat> to see a bunch of food trucks racing down the Grand Prix track. That would have been an awesome pregame. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Cause rubbing is racing and so is fried chicken. <laughs> well guys, I, um, I didn't know what we we're going to talk about today. Uh, Bojangles is not necessarily the type of place I typically, and I waited until your PR guy got off the phone here. Um, because we had their PR guys been on watching, and he just checked out. So I was like, "All right, let's get it. Let's get into it now." Now, <laughs> now, 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 let's start the battle. Fuck it, let's roll. Um, sorry, now you can't share it. I'll edit that out. Um, <laughs> so this has been a lot of fun. I really appreciate you guys coming on today to talk to us. Uh, BJ, love having you back in town. I talked to you the other day on your way to New York. Sounds like you had a lot of fun. Marshall, I look forward to seeing you this Saturday in Centennial Park. Hopefully the weather is wonderful. I'm going to go ahead and edit this video, send it straight over to Popeye's Corporate, and I'm going to see if I can't get them out there. We're going to get a tug of war between the two companies. We're going to have a big moat in the middle filled with mud. It's going to be – I think we need to do the fried chicken games like 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 the – what do they call the the Scott the Scottish games like that? We got, we got to do something. Maybe there's a joust or something we can do. It'll be a lot yeah. of fun. Why is this not already happening? I don't, I don't know. know. We got we got like three <laughs> days to do this. So yeah. I got to get busy. Chick Fil A has a truck too. So, <laughs> well, you know, we'll get them all out. I honestly, there. I honestly can't think of a better place, a better city, to host some kind of a fried chicken games. Uh, than Nashville, right? Like you guys have, uh, you guys have a fried chicken festival on Fourth of July. I mean, come on, like what better city to like to really throw it down? And I get it, I like it. Yeah, we'll, we'll bring Hattie B's I, to I it. I love all. how passionate you guys Who? are. Yeah, we are. Who are you bringing? Hattie <laughs> here. Said Hattie B's. Never heard of them. Bring Never. it on. <laughs> Never heard of them. Let's let's go. When they grow up, they can maybe be invited. 
you know. But until then, I like the confidence, BJ. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, I'm just here. We'll see what happens. (laughs) Well, the I think you know while while we're still talking food and fried chicken, I I, you know it still is pretty cool that we chose Nashville to test all of our new menu items right now because we're on the we're on this journey to modernize the Bojangles brand and we're 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 doing so many cool things in our restaurants that um you know really hadn't changed in 43 years that bojangles was has been around right um so we've got this new recipe for fried chicken there we've got this new recipe for um our, our chicken tenders uh, we've got some really cool new stuff that's coming soon that i can't really talk about quite yet um but it's no, even it's- more exciting um, but you know we're we're not done with with the upgrades that we're making to our menu in Nashville, and it's kind of like our new playground, so to speak, nice. for all things new. And the reason we chose Nashville is because this is a city that has so many iconic restaurants. I mean, for the for the love of God, you have a hot chicken festival like that's like amazing, right? Like. Um, so, you know, we feel like if we can earn our, you know, if we can earn street cred in Nashville, we can take it to anywhere in the country and be successful. That makes me know Nashville's a high, we know it's a high bar. Yeah, it is. And you know what? I'm excited to have you guys here. I'm excited to go try this chicken sandwich. I may bring the family out and give it a shot, uh, this Saturday. We're going to see what it is just to do a quick plug this coming Saturday, the 14th which is going to be tomorrow, guys, uh, when you're listening to this. Tomorrow, come out to Centennial Park. What time will you start this, BJ, Marshall? Uh, 12.30 is, 12.30. Uh, is my understanding. The first uh, 200 people get a free sandwich. That's right. The first 10 people get a $100 gift card to Bojangles. This is true. Wow. I, I think you'll see at least 200 yeah. people there. We we might see a few more. Hope so. We 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 right. don't want to disappoint anybody, but we're gonna we're gonna load heavy. We're gonna load heavy. I love it. There. And if you uh, if and if you're if you're work for Popeyes, come on out and take the take the challenge. We want to see you or anybody else. I think we're gonna make this thing fun. Thank you guys so much for joining us today, Marshall. One of the things that I like to do for every episode is I let our guests take us out, almost in a Jerry's final thought sort of a way. Whatever you want to say. As long as you want to say it, uh, the floor is yours. Go. Man, uh, that's a lot of pressure. Um, and I feel like I've said a lot of what I wanted to say. But, man, if I had to leave you guys with one one thing, um, you know, at Bojangles, we're always looking for ways to keep it juicy. And, and I got to tell you, this, uh, this sandwich is so clucking good. There we go. It's so I watched the video of the guy every in New York saying it's so clucking good. And I was like, what did he say? I mean, it was real close. <laughs> we would we were screaming out of the truck every now and then, uh, just saying that you, you need to emphasize enunciate. <laughs> Make sure that so you enunciate what we're talking about. <laughs> when some of the New Yorkers didn't get the the CL, they didn't pick up on that. And you know, it, it, honestly, both work, but we prefer the clucking. <laughs> totally. Well, guys, I've had a clucking good time. To work that in there, but I appreciate you both for being here. Best <laughs> of luck with everything. Have fun in Nashville while you're here. I love to use some recommendations on places to eat. 
when you get here in town. Um, thank you guys, and uh, we'll see you soon. Definitely. Thanks, Brandon. Appreciate it. Thanks, Brandon. See you, buddy. You got it. Okay, so there we have it. A bonus episode for Friday with Marshall Scarborough and BJ Luffback from B... From... Sorry. <laughs> from Bojangles. It's bow time. So typically, I uh, don't necessarily do a lot of interviews with fast food chains, but I thought that was an interesting one. And maybe you learned a little bit about a chicken sandwich. Maybe you're interested. You want to go give it a shot. Um, I still say go support the local food trucks where people are chasing their dreams. But that's just me. Um, I hope that you guys all join us for Brandon's Book Club on August 29th. I hope you join us for Talkin' Shift on August 29th. We are super excited about that. And we just thank you for listening today. We hope that you guys are out there being safe. Put on a damn mask and go get vaccinated. Love you guys. Bye.